Hello, my friend. What's up? Welcome to Dear Matchmaker. I am your host with the most matchmaker and dating coach, Kat Cantrell. Welcome to the program. And if you're brand new, hey, I'm so glad you stumbled upon this podcast and decided to give it a listen. So welcome to the show. And if you've been here for a while or if you've recently discovered us, can I just tell you how amazing you are? Because here's the thing. When it comes to finding love, it's really easy to sit back and to point our fingers at everybody else. I can't even tell you how many conversations I've had with singles in my community, with my clients all over the world, where we have these discussions to where people, it's really easy for us to sit back and go, all men are this or all women are this. But the fact that you're here means that you're wanting to learn more about not only dating and how to find love faster and to how to find your forever person, but what is it that you can do in your own life? How can we empower you to change your whole experience when it comes to dating, when it comes to attracting love, when it comes to truly helping you find love? So thank you, my friend, for being here because I know you can be anywhere else and you've decided to be here. Before I go into all of the things today, as a reminder, when it brought, I, this podcast is brought to you by my agency, theheartagency.com, where I offer matchmaking, dating coaching, singles events, workshops, which by the way, hold on a second, I've got something for you, seminars, and so much more. If you would like more information about my services, you can always go to my website, theheartagency.com. And if you have a question that you, ever, that you want to submit to this show, I'm looking for you because here's the thing, with all of my work, It doesn't matter. Singles events, this show, Facebook Live, anytime that I'm getting out there, the more that we can build this community and help one another, the better off all of us will be. So I promise you that you might have a question, just like the questions I'm going to read to you today, that there could be someone sitting on their couch drinking a glass of wine or that beer that they've been wanting to try for a long time. And you, your question might be the question that they've always been afraid to ask. So if you have a question for Dear Matchmaker, of course, it's read anonymous, anonymous, um, anonymously. Holy cow, you guys. <laughs> Woo! I like get so ahead of myself. I get so excited. I need to like slow on down, slow on down. All right. So you can submit a question anonymously. You can go to theheartagency.com. Up at the top, it says contact us, and you can just contact us. Okay? Okay. All right. So I do want to mention that I am doing a workshop coming up on June. Let me double check my calendar right now. I think it's June 16th. Yes. June 16th, I am holding a workshop for women only. Don't worry, men. Yours is coming soon for women only on attachment theory. We are going to discuss attachment styles. And just as a reminder, what is an attachment style? And if you haven't, if you don't know much about it, you can always go back and listen to my episode. I did talk about attachment styles. It must've been, I don't even know how many episodes ago, four or five episodes ago. But just as a refresher, your attachment style is how you perceive and respond to intimacy and having this knowledge, and you might already know your attachment style, and that's fine. The whole purpose of this free workshop is to not only gain more clarity, 
of this is how you perceive and respond to intimacy, but also your potential mates, your potential partners. Because you could be listening to this like, I don't need to know. I already know that I'm this. But do you know about all of the styles and what you should be looking for and the types of messages and the types of red flags? All of the things, all of the things we're going to be covering in this free workshop. It's on June 16th. If you're interested, you can go, again, completely for free. If you want to sign up, you can go to theheartagency.com and up at the top, it'll say attachment theory. And you want to make sure and uh, sign up for the wait list because when the doors are open, the space is limited. This is virtual. It's a virtual workshop, so you can be anywhere. It's going to be held at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Whatever time zone you're at, you can just kind of figure that out, right? And we're going to go into all the things about attachment theory. It's only for an hour. And I know that the moment I really dove into attachment theory and understood more about what it is, this is the key. This is the baseline of what I help my clients understand about their own dating lives to help them become empowered, to help them understand more about themselves, bringing awareness about how they feel about intimacy, right? How they perceive and respond to intimacy, but also those that are around them. So you want to make sure and join. So go to theheartagency.com for more information. Stop this episode right now and go and sign up. It's free. You have absolutely nothing to lose. And in the work that I do, it doesn't matter if it's a workshop. It doesn't matter if it's an event. It doesn't matter if it's this podcast. I want to help you find love. In fact, guess what? I have an announcement. I was super excited. So I'm going to share this stuff with, this, with, with you. So I just had singles bowling. It was so amazing. We had so much fun. Uh, I held it here in my community. And right before, one of the women who's come to a couple of my events had reached out and canceled her spot in singles bowling because she came to my last speed dating event and I connected her. She had a, a romantic connection with the gentleman that was there. So I connected them the day after the speed dating event. And guess what? They are exclusive and seeing one another. So she canceled her spot for, for singles bowling where I'm like, this is the best cancellation ever. The fact that you have taken one of my tools that I have given to you and you have used it and you're able to spark a relationship and start um, that journey. And that just makes me super, super happy. In fact, um, her boyfriend and her mom became Facebook friends. So, you know, you know, if it's official, if, uh, that's, uh, if you're taking it to that step, right? The whole Facebook thing, right? Okay. Anyway, so I'm super happy. Congratulations. Congratulations. And it makes me so incredibly happy. All right. Uh, should we dive into this week's questions? So I have two of them. One of them was asked to me um, on an intake form for um, a consultation that her and I had here at my office. And the other one was submitted, was asked to me in person because, you know, I'm out and about in the community and uh, I get asked questions a lot. And so I, these questions that I have, again, I want to share them with you because I feel like there is, and the two questions that I, that I have for you today are related, but they're, they're kind of like different spins. And so I want to make sure and I want to get these questions to you and answer them because I bet the you will find um, some answers. Because again, dating is can be, can be difficult and can be overwhelming and can be hard 
to figure out because you're getting constant information from all types of sources, your friends, your family, you read books, you watch TV, you see reality, sh you see reality shows, you watch the, your friends on social media. It can be just completely like having system overload when it comes to trying to navigate your own dating life. And that's one of the goals that I have with the show is to help you put your mind at ease. Um, it's funny cause my next door neighbor here. So studio you, she's a photographer and her and I work together on, um, with my matchmaking clients. Like you get these headshots and she was talking, she was talking to me this morning. She's like, I've been telling a lot of people about what you're doing, Kat. She's like, a lot of them think that you just need to offer relationship advice. And I'm like, well, it's kind of the same thing, right? Like this is relationship advice, how to start a relationship and how to like, Na you know, navigate it and get it started. Um, so I thought that that was really sweet that people feel that there's a need for that for me to be able to fill that need for them too. So it's a huge compliment. All right. I'm rambling. Da -da 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 -da. Okay, here we go. I'm going to put my little um, handy dandy notebook in front of me and I'm going to read. Okay. So question number one, dear matchmaker, I'm very attracted to younger men. I've been in a secret situationship on and off again for almost three years. He's 20 years younger than me. We have a connection like never before. I would be with him, but he wants kids and he's concerned what would happen if I retire. I love him, but I know it'll never be, but I can't get over him. Help. Signed, Helpless in Iowa. Mm, okay. So, um, the first thing I want to kind of address is there is a, there is a huge age gap, right? So we're talking 20 years and this can be really difficult when you connect with people that are not in the same stage of life as you. So you can tell that there are different stages, right? He wants children. She's looking to retire soon. And there is a disconnect even though they may be physically attracted to one another, even though they feel that they are common, uh, they're able to, uh, when they spend time together, it's magical. The one thing, I don't know if you noticed, the one thing about this statement is two things. She says secret and she says situationship. So we're not even talking about uh, that there's a 20-year difference and you're in a healthy relationship to where you're both thriving. We're talking about trying to, and I know you've heard me say the saying before, we're trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. Anytime that you're in a situationship where it's had, where you have to be secret, you have to ask yourself first, why is it secret? You have to ask yourself too, it's since it's a situationship, and and by the way, if you don't know what a situationship is, it's basically the perks of a relationship without the commitment and without taking it to, I don't know, like the technical term, but a situationship makes basically is that it's situational. So if you're both able to connect, you connect. If you're both, if you're not connecting, you're not connecting. And usually this is kind of a... Uh, a step up from friends with benefits. Friends with benefits are usually like the 2 a.m. What are you doing? Are you up? And you connect and off you go. But situationship could be you spend a weekend together and then you don't see each other or you, you disconnect for a couple of months and then you reconnect. So this is more of 
what a situationship is. I'm going to tell you what I told her. And it can be really difficult to break away from someone that you have such a strong connection with, no matter the age difference, right, in this situation. The first thing is that I told her is that you don't deserve to be in a secret situationship. Like this is not, this isn't, we, none of us, I don't care who you, unless this is what you signed up for and this is what you want, then that's fine. But again, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if that was the case. If you want a relationship, a secret situationship will never convert into a relationship. Never. You've already set those, set the tone. You've already let this person know that this is what, these are the expectations. You can't go backwards. <laughs> you've already set, you've already set those expectations or lack thereof with this person. Most likely this other person knows that the two of you aren't compatible, but again, reaps the benefits of the connection, reaps the benefits of knowing that you're available, that you're always available. Most likely this person's like, hey, what's going on? And most likely you will drop everything because of the intensity of the connection, because of the magnitude of, you know, the high of the dopamine of like being contacted with them. And you're like on a high and you're like so excited and you get to spend the weekend with them. And then poof, they're gone, right? The reason why it's so difficult to break this type of attraction is because it's like a drug. When we're with someone where we're having such this high of the uncertainty, right? So a situationship provides uncertainty. Anytime that there's uncertainty, we always uh, are on the edge right? So the adrenaline is constantly going when we're on the edge of uncertainty. Like, what am I going to hear from them? What is it? Right? It creates this adrenaline where it's like, I don't know, I don't know. And this constant uncertainty. And then the moment you, you hear from that person, the dopamine gets released and it's a high because you're like, so worried. Where am I going to hear, hear from this person? We have such a deep connection. And then the moment you hear from them, the dopamine is released. And you become on this high. And so you want to bask in the dopamineness of it all. And then when it ends, it ends. And then you're on this same cycle. So then the adrenaline starts again. Oh, and I'm sure you're sleeping with them too, right? So you throw sex into the mix. And that even creates a false intimacy, which I know I've talked about that before. And the oxy, because the oxytocin creates this, create is released when you're having sex. And so you create this false intimacy. So you've got the dopamine going, you've got the adrenaline going, you've got the, you've got the um, oxytocin going. And so no wonder why it's so hard to break from this because it's easy. It's convenient. It sets you on a high. It makes you feel attractive. It makes you feel needed. It makes you feel sexy. It makes you feel all of the things, of course, especially when it's someone as an older woman, it's someone who's 20 years younger than you. 
And the reason why it's so difficult to break free is that studies have shown to break this cycle, this dopamine adrenaline cycle that you're on with someone is just as difficult to leave as it is to stop crack cocaine. It's literally the same type of withdrawals that people experience when they stop using cocaine. These are all of the, the chemical cocktails that are happening inside of your brain when this type of situation happens. So here's what I explain this. And I want to take it just a step further. Do you want to go through life with someone who's in a completely different stage of life than you? And is it fair to someone who wants to have children to keep them at arm's length, to keep them within your sphere, your ecosystem? This person clearly has told you that they've wanted children and you're preventing them from finding this person to have this type of life with because you're holding on for this chemical cocktail that's happening inside of you. So you're selfishly holding on for your own reasons and not releasing this person, allowing them to find connection, allowing them to live the life that they've always wanted. You can't provide to them what they need and they can't provide to you what you need. Anytime that you are in a secret situation or a secret situationship, number one, that is a gigantic red flag. You cannot move backwards from that point. That will never turn into a relationship. You are having your cake and you're eating it too. You know that this person isn't for you and yet you still hang on and you refuse to release them, to allow them to find someone to live the life that they've always wanted you know you can't provide that to them. And then still you're hanging on. So you need to let go and understand that you're going to go withdrawals. And how do you do that? Friends, family, lean on, lean on others. Talk to a therapist, talk to a coach, lean on your community because you're going to go through withdrawals just like a cocaine addict goes through withdrawals. Because you're so addicted to these highs that you're experiencing in this situationship. So you've got to let go. It's not going to change. It's going to be the same. You're going to prolong this person being able to find the life or to live the life with the true partnership that they've always wanted. And you're getting in the way. Get out of the way. I know that you think that this is a person and that it's meant to be. It's not. You're addicted to the feeling. You're addicted to how this makes you feel. You, in your heart, you know that this person is not for you. And yet you choose to hang on. So you need to let go and understand that you're going to go through withdrawals and understand that it's going to be really difficult. But you have to do it because the the longer it takes, the longer you're not going to find your person. You're preventing yourself from finding your true partner. You're preventing yourself from true happiness. You're preventing yourself from the security and the safety of a loving, caring, 
partner who's going to be there, who is at the same stage of life with you, who can retire with you, who can enjoy life with you, who can travel with you, who could do all of the things. You're never going to have it in the back of your head thinking that you're preventing this person from something. Stop being so selfish. Let them go. It's not your person. Quit trying to fit the square peg into the round hole. Okay. That's my whip. <laughs> but that's not why you guys, you guys aren't here for all the fluff. I don't, I'm not here to tell you all the fluff. I'm here to tell you how, how it is. Stop fooling yourself. I must get this feeling and these feelings and these feelings, but what are those feelings? You're just addicted to these highs. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. It's not true partnership. True love does not send you into an adrenaline downward spiral. True love does not work that way. It's soft and cozy and it feels safe and secure and you feel seen and admired and loved for who you are and you're both loving and enjoying your lives individually and when you come together, it's like two beautiful puzzle pieces that make this whole puzzle come together, this whole scenery. That's what it is. Not, ooh, are we going to sneak around and ooh, we're not telling this person and telling that person. Again, if that's what you're signing up for, that's fine. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast. Okay. That's not why you're here. So stop. Stop. Okay. Whoo. All right. Here we go. Question number two. And you can see why I'm only doing two questions because there's so much to say about all of this. Okay. Um, I'm not a good singer, by the way. My daughter, phenomenal singer, which by the way, can I do a proud mom moment? By the way, I don't, a lot of people don't know this. Actually, I have two children. They are um, 23 and 20. Um, my son's going to be 24 in August and my daughter is going to be 21 in September. And my daughter just got on the dean's list. She's going to be a senior in college. She's a double major and she made the dean's list while holding two jobs and being a TA. I'm a proud mom. Proud, proud, proud mom. Okay. Sorry, I had to fit that in there because I just made me think about her because these are all conversations that I have with my daughter too. She's in a relationship. She's, <laughs> I find that these words that I'm telling her, she like passes them down to her girlfriends, which is awesome. It's absolutely awesome. Okay, I'm moving on to question number two. Here we go. I have an on again and off again relationship with this woman. We are long distance and I'm the one who always seems to make forth the effort. I'm the one who's always traveling to her on the weekends. And when I ask her to come to my place, she is always either too sick, I'm using that in quotes, or too busy. I know I deserve better, but I can't seem to let go. What should I do? Let go. Bye-bye. Here's the, here's the thing, my friend, is that... You deserve someone who's going to show up to a relationship the way that you're showing up. If you're the one in a relationship who's always doing the work, who's always doing this and always, and you're not getting anything in return, you have to question yourself, why am I in this relationship? What are you? It's okay to have needs and say to yourself, what am I getting from this? I'm putting forth all of this effort and I'm not getting anything in return. 
And I think the number one thing is to sit this person down and being like, why is this? You know, this is how I'm feeling. I'm putting all these actions and I'm putting all of this into, you know, us being able to be together, but you're not showing up for me. I'm showing up for you. You're not showing up for me. And make and have that conversation. And if they tell you <laughs> that they can't show up for you or they're aloof, and I and I had a conversation with her. We dove a little bit deeper where she's very aloof. She's very avoidant. She is her her partner. So we were I was talking about her partner. Her partner's she's very aloof, standoffish. She's very hot and cold. Anytime that a relationship is hot and cold, it should not be that way. Again, do not get sucked in with the adrenaline. Don't do it. If you're in a relationship and you find yourself hot and cold and you're having to question it and you feel like you're the one who's always showing up and this other person is not showing up, it is time for you to reassess, number one, why am I in this relationship? And if the, if the reason being is because you don't think you can find anybody else or that so that you won't be alone, that is a completely different subject. And you need to speak to somebody about that because you don't deserve that. That's not normal, my friend, not normal. You should not in a relationship, you both show up for one another. Sometimes there's going to be situations where one shows up more than the other based off of, a, you know, circumstances. Like I know from Brian and I, I mean, we've been together for almost eight years and there are times where he has shown up more for me because I needed that. I'm not, I wasn't able to give at those points. Like through, I mean, when we both were going through the pandemic, we were both going through changes. There were some days where him and I have this thing where we say to ourselves, okay, today's my day. I need help. And then there would be a day where I'm like, okay, today's my day. And that's okay because you feel like it's checks and balances, right? You're there for each other. But when you're the one who's consistently showing up all of the time and your partner is not showing up, my love, it is time to walk away. You deserve someone who's going to show up to a relationship the way that you do. Period. No, I mean, no exceptions. So if you communicate with them and say, hey, this is how I'm feeling. I feel like I'm doing this. Tell me what you're feeling. Don't be accusatory, right? Don't want to point fingers and be like, you're doing this and you're doing that. That pushes people away even further. But having an open dialogue. This is how I'm feeling. This is, this is because of this. This is how I'm feeling. This is what's going on. Can you tell me a little bit more about what you're feeling and how, you know, if you want this relationship to work. But if you've expressed your needs and the person is avoidant and they're pushing you away, it's time to reassess and ask yourself, why am I in this relationship? Nobody deserves to be in that type of relationship. It's turmoil. It's chaos. It's drama. People are like, I don't like drama. Sometimes you do because again, it makes you feel alive right? It makes the relationship, you make, it makes yourself feel something. When you're in a secure relationship, sometimes it can feel boring <laughs> because you're not, all the bells aren't going off. The adrenaline isn't going. The dopamine isn't going. And you're like, whoa, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Why is there no, why is, why am I not, why am I at a, even kill? Keel. It's supposed to be that way. Is that right? Did I say that right? I'm not sure. Hmm. So, 
to answer your question, you need to let go. You need to let go. If you've already had these discussions with her, which I think she had, I think she already had these discussions with her, it's time to let go. Move on. Doesn't matter how great the sex is, all that stuff, doesn't matter. The roller coaster ride that you're on is not worth it at the end, and it's not going to change. This is the best it's ever going to be in this way. It's just going to get worse and worse and worse. So I say, be done with it. Block and be done. Okay? All right. There's my episode for today. Guess what? So I think when this uh, episode airs, it would have already been my birthday, but I'm really excited. It's my birthday (laughs) and I'm turning 48 and I, uh, I'm just so grateful. So having you all here and being a part of this podcast and listening and being a part of my world is like the best birthday present ever. So I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you all so much for being here. All right. I'm signing out. And remember, if you are listening on Apple or Spotify, do you mind? Since it's my birthday, will you leave me a birthday present? Will you send me a rating or a review on Apple? Or you can hit the little five star up in the corner on Spotify that says, yes, this is an awesome podcast. You want to listen to it? I would absolutely love it. So thank you so much, my friend. And if you're on Facebook or Instagram, please make sure to come and follow me at Cat Cantrell. You know, I have like a blast making all of these reels. It's so much fun. Uh, and I love to connect with you. I love having conversations in the DMs over there. And of course, you could always ask me your questions over there. I think there's even a link in my link tree, which reminds me, if you do have a question for Dear Matchmaker, please make sure to go to our website. Or if you want to sign up to be on the wait list for our Attachment Theory Workshop, please make sure to go to theheartagency.com. All right, my love. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. And remember, true love is waiting for you. And I will see you next time. Bye.